Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details make home your favorite new restaurant this winter with omaha steaks delivered straight to your door Have you ever wondered what makes Omaha Steaks so good? It's the aging process. Mm -hmm. Omaha Steaks are aged at least 21 days. That's where the magic happens. Try these mouth-watering steaks in the Butcher's Best Sellers package. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter promo code VOICES into the search bar to save over 50% and secure exclusive pricing. Included in the Butcher's Best Sellers package are four iconic Fork tender butcher's cut filet mignons, four ultra juicy burgers, four savory pork chops, four kielbasa sausages, four rich and decadent caramel apple pie tartlets, and so much more. In addition to getting more than 50% off, you also get four more chicken breasts and four more of those delicious burgers for free. For free, free Angela, for free. free. All you have to do is visit omahasteaks.com and type voices in the search bar to order the Butcher's Best Sellers Package today. Mm, Save over 50% plus get four free chicken breasts and four burgers. All from the company that's been bringing people together for over a hundred years. That's OmahaSteaks.com. Type voices in the search bar. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with The final word. The final word. The final word. 
Nice. It's got kind of hopeful, upbeat, sort of. That's what I'm here for. You know, 70s, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Who can put the world on with a smile? Is that how it is? Put the world on? Something like that. Something like that. Happy Welcome. week. Uh, we want to remind you to go to sexyliberal.com. You can pick up the sexy liberal shows. Did you know that? Yes, you did. No, maybe you didn't. You should go check it out. We have a April in April, April tenth, April tenth, the anniversary. It's the tenth anniversary of the Sexy Liberal Tour. Yes, you know. So we're gonna have lots of cool uh, appearances, hopefully, from people who've been a part of the tour. Mm-hmm. All new sketches, all new performances. It's gonna be the jam. And you should be there because you have been part of this community and tour, and I can't wait to see you there. Also, you can go to Patreon.com, become a Frangela Patreon. Thank you so much to those of you who have already done it. Ooh, thank we, you. We really, Ooh, truly, 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 truly appreciate thank you. you. Oh, I just ate lunch and I thank you. Thank you. Um, so very much for all your support. Also, you can go to Cameo. Yes. To get a Cameo. It's just a short video yeah. from us for a friend, as a birthday wish, a happy anniversary, go to sleep kids, yep. a pep talk, whatever you need. So yeah. check that out. You can go to Frangela.com for all your Frangela needs and Catch us on the third hour every Friday morning of the Stephanie Miller Show for the Black Power Hour. Absolutely. So it's Stephanie Mills and Frangela. (laughs) Totally. Make sure you go to sexyliberal.com and check out all the podcasts there. Because, you know, the way that we grow is by you telling a friend, making sure you go into your family's uh, uh, phone and say, you know what? Listen to this podcast. Whenever you see somebody has left their phone down right after that second before the code comes back up, you should pick that phone up, go to the podcast app, especially it's iPhone, they have it as its own, it's purple, Mm -hmm. look for purple, and then just sign them up. Yeah. Okay? Have an automatic download. They will thank you for it once they figure out it's there. That's right. That's right. So uh, before we get into the politics, which is this is also still politics, let's talk about the weather. Because the weather now is officially political. Right now, you are so many, so much of the United States is having the coldest, coldest weather in decades, okay? With some uh, cities reaching all-time lows, record lows. And if you're out there in it, or you know your friends and family in it, you know, we have a ton of friends and family in it, people who are without power, people we're worried about, people without heat. Um, All of our love goes out to all of you and I mean, you look at these numbers. Hastings, Nebraska is minus 30 degrees. Yes. It's the all-time coldest temperature. Yes. Last night, we're recording on Tuesday. Last night, there was, I believe it was last night, a tornado that ripped through North Carolina, killing at least three people, injuring, you know, 10 or more. That pile up last week. In February. That pile up last week in Texas with 130 cars, five, six people dying. Yeah. Um, It looked, I mean, horrendous. It was was horrific. Uh, You got Little Rock, Arkansas, minus one degree. You got... uh, you got another place, uh, Fayetteville, Fayetteville, I guess, oh, minus 20 degrees, Houston, 13 that. degrees, San Antonio, 12 degrees, Dallas, minus two, Dallas? Yeah. Dallas? Yeah. What, so when do, here's my question for the right. 
when, when, when does this become political? When does the climate, when will you stop being a climate denier? They won't. I think that the, the days, the days of appealing, this is me, Angela saying this, I, I think for these people, whether or not, whatever they think and real, and I am getting really sick of the private thoughts of the, the average Republican uh, elected official, mm-hmm. that conversation that every pundit has about what are they saying privately? Who gives a fuck what they're saying privately? <laughs> I don't care what they journal. I don't care what they say today. They partners. What I care about is what they fucking legislate what they and what do. they fucking do and say in public to the people who vote for them. And they, in front of those people, what they say is I'm a Nazi and there is no climate change. That's so right. So fuck them. Like the reality is if you don't know that when there's a deadly tornado in North Carolina on February 15th, and if you don't know that having record people stuck in snowstorms in Texas is a problem. Right. And here's the other thing. Let me let me connect it back to you. When the fucking polar ice caps Thank melt, you. there's Thank more fucking water on the fucking yeah. earth. Even you stupid yes. fucks. And it, it, freshwater mixing with salt water did nobody see the day after tomorrow i'm just saying like so the idea that that it's always been political the fact that we've gone through name after name for what is planet destruction like the reality is that we have we have destroyed this planet and we have to act and that's why i think the biden administration is you know really doing everything they can they really much more than before back in the paris because this is an emergency situation and and it so many things have highlighted not only the class the class structural problems we have in terms of racism systemic racism sexism and and class politics that are all about making sure that this one percent um ha- keeps their one percent and it keeps growing yeah the idea that that's the economy yep. that that and that trump has really he's been a huge proponent of that and i think he actually believes that that the stock market is the economy when yes. it isn't um like we I, i'm i'm sick of it and i think when you look at the weather and you look at the winter and you look at people being unemployed talk about the worst the worst comment of events people have been unemployed for if they weren't before exactly for over a year they don't have any money they don't i know that yesterday biden extended the mortgage no um foreclosure moratorium yeah but what we always have to i think it's important to remain remember with things like that is that it's one thing when the government says something and they do something they say you can't do this anymore but how that actually trickles down is that people still do it yeah like because what what you may or may not know or uh, is that people a lot of not all, but a lot of people will do what they think they can get away with, with who they think they can get away with it with. Yeah. So it it's, you know, we've got people who are losing their homes, people who are falling in below the poverty level, people who don't have enough food. And then you hit them with a winter storm, a winter storm during a fucking pandemic when you can't even, you know, I was what are looking, you, you going to go I'm to looking, a shelter? Like, I don't if there even was a shelter, like what those people in North Carolina, what do they do? I looked at their, the pictures. Yeah. House is gone. Yeah. It's not just gone. Yeah. And then, you know, you got people, you got people trying to get other people, you know, then you got the rolling people in the rolling blackout situations. Mm-hmm. Somebody was talking about how they had like heat and lights for 10 minutes then it's off for 20 minutes yeah. then it's on for 20 can that you, you can't, fucking you can't that doesn't even help you i don't know you can't even stay in the in, middle yeah. of a, a fucking cold snap and what if you got a babe children at home 
it's it's really it's really bad and if you if you're in those situations please do everything you can to take care of yourself if you got to find a you got to get a little community cooperative get everybody together in one space that's i mean yeah we got to think outside has, the box has their boss and their family at their house because during the rolling black they were like we we barely got heat yeah and the, but their boss can't don't even have heat or lights they can't so even just get shit help each other out and be aware of each other and check in because it's very bad and people don't have even if you know a lot of people didn't have the resources before even more don't now yeah well here we are to you know hit upon the shocking news if you haven't heard please sit that trump trump i was gonna say chump trump, same, yeah, same thing trump was acquitted for the second no, time in 13 months didn't see that I, coming. Know, I know but here's the deal the senate voted 57 to 43 seven was it yeah seven republicans voted um with the all of the democrats yes. to find, to convict him which was seven more well six more than i anticipated mm-hmm. i thought romney would yeah. but i didn't know about the other ones so we had um bill cat we had uh what do we have richard burr bill cassidy susan collins lisa murkowski susan collins you can still suck it um ben sass patrick toomey they all joined uh, the 50 democrats in voting to find trump guilty of incitement of insurrection yeah this was the largest number of senators to vote to find a president of their own party guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors trump is of course still has a distinction of being the only u.s president to have been impeached twice because not getting convicted doesn't get rid of the impeachment in the house no it doesn't um but you know what the thing that really really this is where it gets really fucking annoying when mitch mcconnell came out and denounced trump minutes after voting to acquit i and blamed the criminal justice system no as if as if if you're gonna be suddenly they want the justice department to investigate him if I'm wrong, but in the first impeachment, you didn't seem to think that that made any sense. No, no, no. And then, and then, motherfucker, you didn't bring the Senate back. And then you got oh, oh, out the other side of no, your No, he created the he created, he created the, the problem. He created the loophole of he's not in office anymore by delaying. No, no, they're they're completely complicit. And who gives a fuck what they say? That's you can't. Right. I voted to acquit this guilty person. That's, That's right. essentially what they all a bunch of these Republicans, including Mitch McConnell, came out and said. We voted to acquit this guilty person because this isn't the place to do it. It's your job, job to do it. It was the your job. The only reason that that bra- that these branches of government exist this way is called the balance of power they are supposed to be there to balance each other out they are the only group that has the ability not only the ability the mandate and the responsibility it's written into your job motherfucking to be the check on the executive branch that is a part of their motherfucking job and duty and i'm sorry to keep cussing sort of kind of i'm sorry the point is to act like it's not their job and wait, we're in the wrong venue for censuring a president. No, you're in the absolute right venue. Yes. That's exactly why you're there. This bitch had the nerve to come out and <clears throat> twist his lips to say the Constitution makes perfectly clear that presidential criminal misconduct while in office can be prosecuted after the president has left can office. Can be? Adding that Trump didn't get away with anything yet. What is the... And this is where I get even more mad. I'm telling you that... Because... And I I just went off about this with Francis. I am sick of this sentence. Hmm. This, This concept... Um, basically, uh, that this, I'll just read it from this article. Though Mr. Trump es- escaped conviction, the Senate impeachment trial has served at least one purpose. It stitched together the most comprehensive and chilling account today of the last month's deadly assault on the Capitol. I find that interesting because 
the stitch to death we could have gotten that from the history channel or from a nice documentary mm-hmm. but in any case ensuring that the former president's name will be inextricably associated with a violent attempt to subvert the peaceful transfer of power the first in american history i need the people to learn what the word attempt means <laughs> because attempt means you tried to shit and it didn't work out this worked yeah it did. they did subvert and they did stop the first peaceful transfer of power in American history. They stopped it. Mm. They stopped an entire branch of government. Shut it down. They stopped the counting and the certification of our election votes, of the electoral college votes. They stopped it. They stopped it for hours. They Yes, I think that was longer than they thought. They didn't think, I don't think they, part of the problem I think that they had was that they didn't think they'd get that far. And let's, and let's not even, so they, not, they, it wasn't let's, an let's attempt, miss, it was, they did it. And let's not miss the uh, attempt on the life of the vice president and Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi, but to act like for Republicans to act as if the president didn't send the mob down to kill his vice president. He knew he was already in danger. That's right. And then, and then, and really didn't do shit about it for six hours. Well, let's be clear. No, he did do something. And I object to this characterization. Also the characterization of they were paralyzed. You'll hear that a lot. Or they they didn't do anything. No, there was, they didn't do it. They did do something. They chose to do nothing. That's right. He watched it unfold on TV. He chose to watch it because he wanted it to work because he was going to see if he could be installed. He didn't, he didn't neglect to do anything. He followed his plan, which was to facilitate and, and to let it happen and to hope that it got worse and to hope that they got Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi and to hope that they installed him somehow. This wasn't a dereliction of duty. He was doing, this was a plan he was fulfilling. Yeah. Like that's, it was a coup attempt. That you can say it was an attempt. Yeah. A coup attempt that failed. But what didn't fail was they did stop. It was the, the first violent, not peaceful transfer of power. It was an absolute stop of an entire branch of government and a disruption of our democracy. And yeah, to and act they, like and it was anything else. Stopped the certification That's what I'm of act, the vote. To act like it was an attempt at something that didn't work is to deny them their success at the very least. And, and to not take seriously what, what is really at stake continues to be since within moments I feel, and it may not have been moments, but that day of being acquitted, yeah. Trump literally put out the statement, my movement has only just begun. Exactly. And at the end of the day, what are we... So for me, I'm sitting here going... As Democrats, as as an American, not even as a Democrat, as mm-hmm. an American, what does that mean for the uh, our body politic going forward for the next few years? Because what the Republicans actually said by by and and, and I'm going to say this too, as Democrats, we have got to stop. And you're right, Angela, stop asking Republicans for relief because it's like asking. This is what I wrote down. It's like asking your abuser for comfort. Yeah. You know, and they've already, they're very clear every day. I feel like they are very clear yeah. about what their goals are, what their messaging is. 60, some of them voted to, to censure Liz Cheney for, for saying that it was wrong to have a coup attempt. Yeah. But those people I, I consider completely white supremacists. Yeah. And that's why that vote was kept a secret from you. I don't believe at this point, I don't know why they get to have the people talking about, would it be different if they were secret? I don't need secret representation. No. And in fact, the whole point to publicly elect somebody is, pu- thank is, you. is, is that, it is that your voice is public your vote is public Thank that you. those views are public here's my thing if you are and and this is the problem this is what i saw go down with uh Mitch McConnell and all the rest of the republicans what they said was with their vote was 
We are the representation of the Republican Party and of the Republican, what we, how we interpret mm-hmm. Republicanism as it is going forward today. Mm-hmm. And as Republicanism is going forward today, this is the party of Trump. And we don't, and this is how we're going to, 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 to rise again. So like the South, be like clear, South. be clear that this Behind is a seditious, treasonous, racist movement. Be clear that that's what is Trump. Yeah. Trump is Trump. He only gives a shit about Trump, but they have already there. We have an article about, you know, uh, something like 200 upper ranking uh, military officers pledging support to Trump, who they should all be um, court martialed in my opinion. But uh, it, to me, there's no difference between what we watched happen. And, and actually in many ways, it's worse in this country than if I were to walk through the Capitol building with an Al Qaeda flag, how far do you think I would get if I was on a legal tour right. with like carrying an Al Qaeda flag? That's right. How far do you think I would get on a legal tour through the Capitol? They let those motherfuckers bring a Confederate flag. Yeah, and Nazi flags. And Nazi flags. And, That's and, a whole different country's seditious, <laughs> fucked up movement. But yeah. the Confederate flag was that was a treasonous, seditious, violent move attempt to overthrow this country that failed ultimately, but that cost more. That was the bloodiest war of that century. This the idea. That, that nothing happened or it's over is such utter and complete bullshit. When there are people who are in jail right now for peaceful marches, there's a black man who got sentenced to something like 15 years for setting a garbage can on fire, allegedly, during one of the Black Lives Matter marches. Yeah. That's more than any of these people. And he didn't get bail. Yeah. This is more than any of these people are even looking at. It is the most egregious misdirection of what happened and i part of it we were talking about this earlier i do think that there's a great deal of ptsd here well this is what i was saying earlier is is that you know all of these the problem is we're talking about mostly men mm-hmm. who went through uh an something attack horrible something horrible yeah. and and the fact that men don't get to say that they were frightened, that they were threatened, that it was scary, that they were beyond their wits, that it was that that they haven't dealt with it, that uh they're still in the midst of those feelings and that experience. We don't allow for that in this country. And definitely, definitely white men in power don't get to have those types of feelings. I I, I cannot, when I, when you look at watch Mitt Romney run, yeah. Um, when you watch that, all of them scramble and try to put those oxygen hoods on and, and, and be, and get down below and hide from, and I go that you literally are, you're willing to sit here and go, eh, not such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know why they let in this idea that Marjorie Taylor Greene and other representatives have, are walking around metal detectors, then arrest them. Yeah. And don't let them in the building. I, you know what? I just, you know, either it is time for us as Democrats to grow up. We have got to stop begging like abused children for Republicans to respect us. And this is why I respect yeah. this party and respect how, how our constitution, the, uh, the constitution and, and the policies and the rules and the laws. This is over with. The, I'm going to tell you something. Either, you know, cry now or cry later. Hey, here's the deal. Everybody, there are there there are sides. There is no middle. There are sides. And when Mitch, well, not Mitch, when when Mitt Romney knows that, we yeah. all need to fucking know that. Yep. We'll be right back after these messages. If something is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, consider our sponsor, BetterHelp. That's H E L P. BetterHelp seeks to provide professional help with ease. It's not a crisis line. This is professional counseling done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist. 
Start communicating in under 48 hours, connecting in a safe, private online environment. Send a message to your counselor and receive a timely response. Schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever works for you. Anything you share is confidential. If you want to try a new therapist, it's simple and free to switch. BetterHelp says they are more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Start living a happier life today. You'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com slash SexyLiberal. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Go to BetterHelp.com slash SexyLiberal and receive 10% off your first month. BetterHelp.com slash SexyLiberal. Here's some good news. New York prosecutors are investigating more than $280 million in loans Trump took out for four Manhattan buildings. Here's the thing. It's like, I don't want to admit the fact that, you know, here we got to go for yet another thing to try to, you know, it's like, it's like trying to take down a bear and I, I hate it. Well, here's what you should... I think the real way to look at this is this man should have been in jail before. This is a man who has been sued his entire corrupt-ass so-called business life. This is just a continuation of... He didn't stop... Here's the thing. He never stopped doing his business. He never stepped away from it. So, yeah, there's still problems. It's not... People aren't trying to get rid of Trump. They're prosecuting crimes. Like, that's their job. Their job is to prosecute crimes. And I I don't have a problem with that at all. My problem is, is that... This no, it mother, just it feels like it's he's everywhere. He's so slippery. Well, he isn't. Actually, that's what makes me angry. He's as obvious as fuck. He's obvious. It, but, like, but there's yes. no attempt to hide the subterfuge. No. I mean, even if you ever listened, I think you could probably get it on YouTube. Go look at Trump testifying before uh, the Department of Housing when he was brought up on housing discrimination charges. And his attitude there is like, so what the fuck? Why would I rent to black people? Like, it's like, I mean, this is not somebody who's ever been different or slow lie or hidden it at all these are absolutely and here's the thing the part of the reason that these that these well, not part of it the reason this is happening is because he refused to to cut off contact with his businesses he continued to have it because we hear him still trying to make hotel deals while he was president yeah and because throughout his entire presidency people were basically he's just getting bribes from people he's getting people to stay in his properties and he's trying to pressure places into having you really think that that the u.s open well, that was not the u.s open what is the the golf equivalent oh, right yeah whatever that golf thing was masters or whatever the hell yeah. it was supposed to be at turnberry yeah. as a coincidence right you know it's like that's why yeah. he's continually been committing more fine questionable financial acts that point to at the very least the need for a rigorous investigation well i hope that that happens and they get his ass down in georgia as oh, well the devil needs to go dude. down in georgia and Dude, I am proud of them because they're like, no, wait, no. And in fact, looking into Lindsey Graham also. Yes, they're looking into in his phone call. Because they were harassing and threatening officials in Georgia to change the vote. That's right. And then uh, lawmakers in both parties are calling for a bipartisan 9-11 style commission to investigate why government officials and law enforcement failed to stop the attack on the U.S. Capitol. And you know what? I was saying this to Angela. I need them to get all the phone records mm-hmm. and all the all oh. the emails to Don Jr. Eric, Eric, all of them. All of them. Uh, I, I oh, need I to know I, Rudy. Who, who? Everybody who was up on Rudy that day is leaving bad messages on the wrong people's phones. Exactly. Exactly. Because meanwhile, fifty-eight percent of Americans believe Trump should have been convicted. 
That's 61% says, say that Trump's conduct warranted him being impeached and put on trial. But the all I hear about, the only perspective I feel like I hear about is what do Republicans think? That's all they ever care about. What do Republicans think? And how, what are their private thoughts? Fuck their private thoughts. What are they doing? What are they doing? What are they saying? How do you get up? Just get rid of your one of your few responsibilities at your job and then say something about the criminal justice system. Yes. Really, dude? Yep. Really? And if you, for me as Republicans, do you really think that the, your way forward is with a, a shrinking base of ever crazier people? That is that is how you're going to rebuild your brand. Well, okay. and I, but I think that this is part of my problem is that this discussion this we we I think we're letting a number a huge number of people off the hook by saying that their major concern is being reelected. I think a lot of them are straight up just white supremacists. I, I agree like, with you, and and I know that's why I'm like I think that that you know at some point you know it quacks like a duck, it walks like a duck. It's a fucking duck. Yeah. And the reality is, I think Mitch McConnell is a white supremacist. He that Trump lost. Yeah. What, we're appealing to the losing strategy? Like, yeah. come on. Because, you know what? It, this is what I don't understand. And, and it is it is like, it's the worst in duality. We, they, they come into power. They have the presidency in 2017. Um, is it 2016? 2017. They, when, when he gets elected. Oh, yeah, 2016. 2016. He gets elected. He... They come into power, they have the Senate, they have the House, they have the presidency. They lose all of that. Mm -hmm. But what do you do? You double down on this motherfucker? Well, and then I, and the way that we talk about winning is it's a slim majority. Bitch, it's a majority. Yeah. How much do you need? Yes, you couldn't get to two-thirds? Well, there's something to address. Why does it take two-thirds to do something that everybody agrees with? Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's there's, there's lots of things that can be addressed. Be clear, this whole idea about the Constitution, no one thought it was a perfect document, including the motherfuckers who wrote it, because they left in the idea for amendments, which they then immediately started adding to it. Yep. So it's come on the times of change and, and and i just i cannot sit here and continually hear that all these people care about is power and re-election if that were true they'd behave differently yep. if that were true they would be courting the latino vote don't you remember after the, yeah. after the last election after obama won the second time there was all this discussion about how the republican party is missing out on this huge vote they should be going after latinos what did they do family but, separation uh, absolutely like what did they do but, but and here's my thing and you know what and, they don't care about being erected they care about white supremacy and and here's the thing and you you got people just hanging in with them hanging in there look if you used to if you were a republican them. and you it's time to start calling yourself a, a, a conservative or a new conservative or try to come up with a new term because this party is not, it hasn't in my view they lost it when they let the teabaggers become become the voice of it well and and here's the thing 62 percent of americans are saying that a third political party is needed yeah but because now the, the there's a fascist we are now we've said this before we are now like germany and a lot of other um, that's right you know, represent that well they have a different system but we have a fascist party in that actually has seats of power yep and my, my my question to them always is are you going to really cede the grand old party to the nazis well here's the question though have they ceded it or just dusted it off Right. Because, because, and I know we, I, I get so sick of this Lincoln thing. Yeah, that was a really, really long, long time, time ago, ago to be rested on, number one. And yeah. yes, he's a great president, 
did something powerful, also a segregationist. Like not, you know, didn't yeah. think, you know, but the point is that this party has always used and utilized racism and white fear as to to uh, electrify and to maintain its base. Has from the very beginning, Reagan helped bring together the whole moral majority, anti-abortion, yep. Supreme Court is the goal, evangelical. Sort of, yeah, the ends justify the means. Which, by the way, there's not a single religion I've ever seen that says that. Yeah. Um. Like, but he managed. To, he he added he that. He calcified it. Yeah. He added that onto it. Yeah. But now what you're at is it's time to really own it and understand that this is a racist party and always has been and now the and you maybe been able to ignore it or sugarcoat it or say i didn't i don't approve of those parts of it just these parts of it well that's no longer i believe a possibility yep you either are down you either down with not being an asshole or you're an asshole here's some good news for the first time since november the daily average of new coronavirus infections in the united states fell below 100,000. but I know that last week we hit the highest amount of deaths. Well, here's the problem. Part of this is we're done with Hollywood. Hollywood, look at me. We're done with uh, holiday travel. Yes. So that that has helped. Yeah. I think people have because wearing a mask is isn't as toxic as it was under Trump. Under Trump. So we're we're seeing more of people maintaining social distancing and doing that. However, on I believe that we're about, we're going to hit some Super Bowl problems. Yeah. Um. But. I, we're, and we are apparently doing the government is doing very well on vaccines like yes. they really have been raising the bar US the US is administering about 1.7 million coronavirus vaccines a day and more than 50 million Americans have now received the COVID-19 vaccine my mother's gotten both of her shots that's great you know and and here's the thing too like the reality is I was really truly afraid at the end of December when we had only vaccinated 3 million people yeah but and they you know here's the thing they they knew that when they got in here the information was going to be sketched because they That's weren't right. they couldn't get any information before they got in from the trump losers so um but they didn't know it was going to be that sketchy and bad yeah like they thought there was a bad plan in place not none right so um they've been doing very well and and we all need to to be aware of that yes. you know and and how much that they're far exceeding and really i do think that we'll get there and there's this and i'm hopeful but that I see people getting more lax absolutely, and getting more comfortable. And I think that that's dangerous for a number of reasons. One, I don't, we don't really know how long these vaccinations are, are good for, and you know, we also like, don't, we don't know about these variants and, yeah. and the fact that, you know, this is not just a pandemic. It's uh, an endemic. Yeah. And, um, also, just really quickly, I want to make sure that everybody knows that Biden has reopened the federal health insurance marketplace uh, for three months so that uh, the uninsured of us can buy a plan and those for those who want to change their marketplace coverage. OK, so that's also very important and, and, and that you know that if yeah, you're looking for insurance. Out. Go check that out and so you can stay on top of that and get insured and, and we can all get covered and make sure that, you know, there, there's going to be more economic relief. So you may have to file like us. You may have to file another um, unemployment claim. Yes. Um, but, but be on top of that and see because that there should be more help hopefully soon coming. Yes. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. I want to thank you for writing to us at frangela 8 at gmail.com and also at idiot of the week 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 at gmail.com. You're amazing. You are amazing. This first one here is uh, titled Ringtone. It's from LEF. Thank you. It says, Hi, Frangela. You are so amazing and inspirational. Oh, you're so kind. I just listened to the final word and heard about your ringtone. Where can I get that? Girl, that was like 10 years ago. I don't know if 
they're still for sale. I don't, I don't know. know. Where can I get that? Is there uh, one of Francis singing the email song? She uh, that we should do that. One of those emails, emails, emails. We had just sang it too, but like, just in case you forgot it. Yeah. Uh, that makes me happy every time I hear it. Oh, you're so sweet. I love the micro idiots and save them up to listen to when I have to do boring work and they make everything better. Thanks so much, Ellie. You know what? Thank you so much. I I have to say this recently. I I know a lot of people do this. I don't really, when I do my work, I don't make it fun for myself. And I And I'm glad to hear that you, that I can help, we can help make something fun for you. You know what I mean? No, what like, do you mean? like when I sit down to do something, I just kind of do it. And then one day recently I sat down, I put on music and I had such oh, I a good time. Oh, I see what you say. You yeah. I mean? Like don't just sit down and like yeah, whatever, yeah. but like make it comfortable, make it fun. Make it fun, make it fun for well, yourself. Well, that is the one advantage of being at home. Well, not one, but one of the advantages of being at home yeah. when you're doing it is that you could literally, hey, you could do it with your feet up, with your dog in your yeah. lap, whatever works for you. Yeah, so thank you, Ellie, and thank you for making us a part of your life, and we really appreciate it. This is from Mark C. It says, Winter in My Heart. Ooh. Says, Hi, Frangela. Great show last night and Cooking with Gas. We did a show called Cooking with Gas at the Groundlings yeah. last week. Was it Saturday or was it? I don't know. Thursday, Thursday night. night. It was Thursday, Thursday night. night. Cooking with Gas was um, uh, Jordan Black directed and Gary Anthony Williams was in it. Yeah, and Naima, Naima Funk. And um, uh, Danielle Gaither. And Leonard Roberts. Leonard Robinson. Robinson. And um, it was so much fun. And it's it's like a live improv via yeah. Zoom. It was a lot of fun. Um, after the week, I've had a pure hour of laughter. It's exactly what I needed. Thank you for that. I don't know how you both can be so funny as you were last night. <laughs> Stuff and Mark. My mind went blank every time Jordan asked us for an idea. You were both extremely talented and we love you thank you on a personal i want to thank you for everything you do uh you don't know it but you two helped me through one of the darkest periods of my life um he said uh i won't get in i won't read all of that but he basically had a really really rough 2017 especially Mm -hmm. um and he said it was your podcast and your time in the stephanie miller show that gave me the glimmer of hope i needed to keep going listening to you two made me feel that everything would be okay i know you've done the same for other people especially during the past year Thank you, Mark. Thank, Thank you for you, letting Mark. us know. And thank you for sharing that with us. It means a lot to us. And and we, you know, sometimes when you're sitting here and you're doing this, you know, in my living room, it, it, it's hard to know <laughs> yeah. that people. So we really appreciate hearing from you, whether it's to tell us that we missed something, got something wrong or to compliment us or to tell us. You may notice I read more of the compliment emails, but that's OK. Um, but we read them all and we, we are catching up and responding we're so grateful because they they help us too they do and this is uh we wish uh amy a happy birthday from frangela she said uh dear francis and angela this is my the, my best birthday present i have a husband and three kids thank you so much girl you got a lot on your hands because so we gave her a i think it's a cameo is yeah, that i think so yeah yes. so we did a cameo happy birthday for her and she said it was the best present she got which yes. is really an honor thank you so go thank to cameo you. you want one thank you um, and now it's time, time for, for resistance. This is where we give you an actual item, actionable item, something you can do to be a part of the solution. This we're stealing from Maddow, but it is a great group. Run for something. Yes. You can go to runforsomething.net. They launched in January 17th, uh, 2017. And it was uh, this one woman, this young 27 year old woman, um, Amanda Lippman. She, you know, after she worked on the Hillary Clinton's campaign and after that horrible night, you know, she 
looked at the situation, knocked, dusted herself off, got her feelings together, and started this group. Yeah. And it and launched an inauguration day. And during its first week, 100 potential candidates reached out. Over the next nine months, that number has swelled to nearly 11,000 young first-time candidates. The group provides support to about 75% of the candidates who ask. So far, Run for Something has raised some $400,000 from roughly 5,000 donors, including Clinton's Onward Together PAC. It's partnered with the Democratic Legislative Campaign Committee to try to turn state legislatures blue. And on October 2nd, Littman, she published a book, Run for Something. It's essentially a how-to manual for young people to run for office. And it's one of several new organizations that are about advancing progressive politics outside of Democratic Party structures. And it's so important and so well done. And they really do a lot of work to help elect people. And they've been responsible for electing a number of people to office, including, you know, our first transgender members of state legislatures. So... Get involved. They could use, really, number one, and she said it on Madeline's site, they could use your money. Yeah. If you got some money to give them, even a little bit, every little bit helps because they are getting it done. Yeah. We have let, as the Democratic Party, we have let state legislatures and state politics go in a number of ways, and that has got to stop because we see the ramifications of that. Yeah, this is the next level of work, which is getting, it's the nuts and bolts inside of states, inside of these state parties, because at the end of the day, what we... We do have to fight against, I, and, and guard, not fight, but but guard against, are these, legis- these state legislatures right. that w- were ready, a lot of them were really ready to support Trump. No, and right now they're actively still trying to do it. They're and actively they're in Arizona act- trying exactly. to put forth legislation that would allow the legislature there to overturn the vote exactly. if they don't like the result of them. So these this seats is very are really important. important. And these elections are very important, and and being involved in them is extremely important. And and we have got to get on top of that, and got to be aware and plugged in. This isn't your last time voting; it's one of every election. Yeah. So definitely, they could use your help, or maybe you need to run for something. Yes, I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to the, the final word. word. Thank you so much. You can follow us at Frangela Duo or at Idiot Week. Please do. We want to say a big thank. Thank you. We love you to our producer, Laura, and we love and miss you, Gail. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.